0: Hello? Hello there. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh you know, hanging hey out. Oh okay. Chill. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. What are you up to? Good I, evening.
1: Hello. Good evening. Welcome. I just I just did I got the whole setup ball set up. I, good. Good. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and I appreciate the TIE Fighter.
1: Oh cool. I just—I was looking at the emojis, and then I said, yeah, "I'm just gonna just send a little, a little thingamajigger." They
2: have all kinds, <laughs> there's
1: all kinds of little emojis. That was there's a oh, whole section. Shit. I oh, didn't me. even see that. <laughs> a whole section just on Star Wars. Excellent. What else we got? Smileys, hand gestures. Ooh, and they all move.
0: Man, we're living in the future, gentlemen. Yeah, I feel
1: like someone's <laughs> aunt looking through these. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs>
1: oh little my dad is my dad goes overboard
0: with emojis oh yeah <laughs> whoa what was that sound effect sorry i
1: missed <laughs> i was looking at little videos that we could send each other and then <laughs> something happened what was that about your dad
0: uh he goes overboard with emojis he makes hmm. like full-on sentences uh. out of them Oh. You know, but then he reiterates the sentences underneath them,
2: yeah. so like he'll because send like a cowboy them. and, a,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. So like a cowboy and a thumbs up, and then a heart. Yeehaw, buddy, love ya <laughs> 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 Right. So you know. Oh.
1: Uh, yeah. Who do I have? But at, least uh, he, at least, he texts. I guess. <laughs> I, I I I don't text anyone anymore. So, I deal with fewer and fewer people who use way too many emojis. The thumbs up, I, yeah. get, I get all the time the thumbs up, and I do not mind the thumbs up.
0: Right, it's simple. To the point, I agree, yeah. I
1: like it. Uh, there's a group of friends who always the kissy face at each other all the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, let's see. I'm not seeing anything else in my recents. Yeah. Lots of thumbs well, ups. Yeah, are you guys big emoji users? I, I just think, use one or two normally. I yeah,
0: I think I've sent one ever.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Wow.
0: I for a while I deleted uh, the emoji keyboard. I didn't have it, in, uh, like, have access to it on my my phone. But in order to have Giphy. Mm. Uh, keyboard or GFY, I guess, or whatever, whatever it was what, like, I, I, yeah, I was participating in a group text and they, they were sending gifts and I'm like, well, okay. But in order to do that, I had to reactivate the gift keyboard. Now I don't even know if on the seven, I can turn it off. But, but up until just recently, I had it turned off completely. I uh, uh, didn't even have access if keyboard or, or not keyboard, the, uh, the emoji keyboard, just because it was, you know, cause the way it's set up on the iPhone it's right next to like some key that I use a lot. And so mm. it all of a sudden I'll find myself in the middle of emojis and I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like I was just trying to put like a comma or an apostrophe or something. And then I don't know where it is to get back. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it pisses me off still. I well, wish you I can,
1: <laughs> you can, you can, you still can turn it off because in the newest or in the, in the latest couple iOS updates, you can do the in iMessage uh-huh. apps so you don't need a gif keyboard, wow. you just need a gif app. I see. That runs only
2: I in iOS. Uh-oh, here's Zach just sent us the four. He uses yeah, I <laughs> I looked at my top ones and it shows like the top six, but the the fifth and sixth ones I think I've used once cuz pretty much anytime I use a emoji, those are one of the ones I use. There's the the top five ah, I use. Nice. Cool I, one. I can't remember where the squid came from, but <laughs> I used it once, and then I just started using it, so it stuck. <laughs> the uh, for me, I use the
1: sunglasses guy really ironically because my old boss used to use that all the time to say cool. Like if you're like, "Hey, I'm going to do this thing," he just sends you back the sunglasses emoji. Ah, love it. Cool. Yeah. So he was always sending cool. So now I just use it ironically for him. But yeah. So yeah, I'm sleepy, kissy, sad, cool, and upside down. Upside down I use at work when I'm texting my wife and I am describing something that's very, very frustrating. Mm. So then I just send an upside down smiley face. (laughs) I think that's appropriate use of
0: that. Yeah. I'm underwater.
1: I'm pretending to be happy, but if you look at the smile, it's a frown. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. What were you guys' weekends like? Good, good. Kind of lazy, yeah. yeah. Still going. I have tomorrow off. Oh nice, nice. Yeah. I'm I'm kidless tomorrow and also off, so I am heading to Costco.
0: Yeah, like that's a big oh, nice. yeah.
1: big day there. hmm
0: I have a philosophical question for you fellas. You you have a bowl of cereal, right? Okay. It's dry, okay. Well, once you add the milk, the milk is then a beverage, or a sauce, Hmm. or a broth.
2: Hmm. Hmm? Sauce.
0: Sauce? Okay. I'll vote for the sauce. I'm
2: I'm assuming that we already have the cereal in the bowl. Yeah,
0: correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just making
2: sure you're not one of those people that puts the milk in and then the cereal. Oh, no, what?
0: which which is weird. But if I have <laughs> yeah. if I happen to have some milk left over, I will re pour some cereal sometimes.
2: That's fair. If you oh, have okay. like like a lot of milk, like oh, whoops.
0: Yeah. Whoops, yeah, there it is.
2: I would I would say probably like a sauce too. Though I I will say normally if I have any milk left over, whether there's a little or a lot, I just drink it normally. Alright. Yeah. Discover magazine, the science behind why we put milk on cereal and not
1: water, and I've gone down the water track. Yeah, I've used water before. Me too. And beer. It turns out that milk, due to its... F- oh, beer, yes. Milk, oh. <laughs> due to its fat content, coats the cereal and keeps it from getting soggy as quickly as it does in pure water. So, I yeah, I'm going back to sauce. It's it, Jenny, just... Jenny, a function.
0: Jenny posited that it, in Western culture specifically, because that's all we really know about, mm-hmm. is... Uh, part and parcel that if you hand somebody a bowl of cereal without milk, they specify that as dry cereal, right? So if you ask for cereal, you expect that it comes with some milk, right? Hmm. Yes, some right, form so, of milk. Yes, right. So it's it's just part of it. It's one of the components of cereal, is according to Jenny, right? And and I was like, well, so like that's but that's Western English, right? What about other parts of the world? She's like, they call it porridge. <laughs> 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 Okay. Fucking shit. So, and I like, I guess that's true. It's porridge. Well, you know, but I, I don't know. Cause it makes a thing, yeah. you know, it's like cereal, like combined, even if you leave it like long enough, it'll make like a porridge type deal. Like it all makes one consistent mush oh, you yeah, know, or oatmeal.
1: Yeah. Especially with like uh, frosted mini wheats or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You leave that it's alone long enough. And it's just a, it's just a soggy mess.
2: Oh yeah, I mean pretty much any any sort of cereal I've ever had. And after, after about five to ten minutes, it's kind of getting into that like, gross territory. Yeah, you're right. Well, exactly,
1: exactly. Are you guys cereal if people? Is this a, is this a common breakfast for you? No,
0: not at all. Yeah. We have not. Neither one of us were big cereal. Like yeah,
2: when yeah, I used now to now eat breakfast,
1: I was keto. So ah, ah keto. You don't eat breakfast yeah. anymore, Zach? Not at all. No, no. Do you do intermittent fasting?
2: Do you do, like, one meal a day? Right on. Uh, Two meals, yeah. Two meals. I've been really bad about it in the last two months, (laughs) but, yeah. Um, That was basically what I was doing. Um, I did, like, the daily intermittent fasting, so 16 hours off, eight on. Uh Uh-huh. That's what Jamie does. That is very intriguing.
1: Yeah, it worked really
2: well for me. It just really, you know, I found that I was eating about... Depending on the day, like, two to five hundred calories at breakfast. And then I found that after a week or two, I didn't really miss it. Like, the first week was pretty hard. But after that, it was fine. All right, so I want to see how many
1: calories are in my usual breakfast. Hello, give me a number. Hmm. Stop yanking me around. 630. No, that's way too much. I would not have that for (laughs) breakfast. Stop having an article. Oh my god! All right, it looks like I'm looking at about two
2: fifty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I did. I I cut up an apple and I eat it with peanut butter. Nice. Yeah, it's better than what mine used to be. (laughs) That's part of the reason why I ended up doing it the way I did. Because most days. I wouldn't want to get up that early, so I would just grab like a high-calorie protein bar type thing. Oh yeah, or which was better than my other go-to, which was Pop Tarts.
3: Because right. I
2: found like oh, with the Pop Tarts, I miss Pop Tarts. <laughs> oh, I do too. But I found <laughs> that I would eat like two Pop Tarts, and then like two hours, three hours later at work, I'd already be hungry again. Yeah. Oh yeah, easy.
0: Yeah, it's one of the reasons that I keep coming back to keto is because the high-protein breakfast keeps me good for like until lunch, basically. You know, like every now and again, like I'll need like a handful of nuts or something between then. But normally, you know, what I do is like for for breakfast, I usually eat like I don't even know how many calories are in there or how much fat. And it's terrible. I feel bad saying it, but I eat like three or four, depending on the day, if I'm super hungry, uh, sausage patties, Hmm. the the great value frozen sausage patties uh, and two boiled eggs and then two pieces of cheese, either string cheese or cheddar cheese. And Hmm. then I usually drink a rock star, a sugar free rock star. while i'm at work Uh, i don't necessarily drink those when i'm off work and i also don't necessarily eat boiled eggs but i eat some sort of meat and some sort of you know egg usually for breakfast and then um i'm usually good for a couple of hours for you know whereas before like yeah like anytime i'm eating you know a bagel or something you know some toast something with with carbs in it it's fine for now and like it expands and gives you that full feeling but then like real quick i'm like i need some more food
1: oh yeah
2: yeah exactly yeah, I don't even know. Like, I'm actually... It. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, just to follow up with what James was saying, I actually found that even though it was a bit hard at first not eating any breakfast, it was actually I felt better on the days I skipped breakfast than I felt on the days when I had like something like a Pop-Tart or something. Right, right. Because yeah, that goes away. Nothing is better than bad things. Yeah.
1: Right. There's a, there's a hump to get over. I've been finding this with work because I keep lately needing to get to work at... You know, seven thirty in the morning. So on the days when I don't eat anything or I don't eat enough, by I'm there at seven thirty. By nine, I am ravenously hungry. But by the time lunch yep. comes around, it's not such a big deal,
2: right? Mm-hmm. That's how it was um, with me at first, and then I found after it, it, about two weeks, I kind of lost kind of that you know kind of hunger, yeah. and my body just kind of adjusted to the time frame, and it started just. You know around half hour, or so when I'd normally have my lunch i'd start to get hungry instead of kind of in the middle of my shift i See, i wish I, I wish I could do that I it would be so much easier
1: yeah. yeah I'm totally it, looking uh, into this this intermittent fasting, so you pretty yeah, much twelve it, to eight also, or something like that
0: yeah essentially That's okay. that's essentially what she does
1: you know twelve to eight or she'll go
0: um even later like four to six or something like four to no four to ten mm. something like that. You know, because because of the theater, like she oh, gives herself sure, an sure. out. Like when she comes back, you know. Um, but I like it goes past that. It doesn't. It doesn't ever get better past the hump. It just turns into cramps and pain and chills oh. and shivers. Yeah. Oh. Right. So, uh, so the doctor's like, yeah, don't fucking do that shit.
1: They're like, you're not a candidate for <sighs> that. That's
0: <either." laughs> like okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> One of my big problems is that like I'll go like oh you know I'm out and about I'm I'm off of work at you know, 12. So I'll go and I'll have like two beers and then I'll go grab some lunch. But then I'm totally full from the two beers. So I skipped breakfast, had two beers for lunch. And then by the time dinner comes around, I'm a monster, man. That sounds like my (laughs) twenties. Yeah. You know, you go to, you go to Whirlow's and taps and you see the line at Whirlow's and you're like, well, I'm just, I'm not going to deal right now. I'll just go into taps
0: like, I'll take my sandwich in liquid form, please, minus mm-hmm. the meat. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: What are you guys drinking right now?
2: I'm having some um, bullet bourbon. Ah, good stuff. I'm doing yes,
1: Canadian, Canadian Club Rye out of Ooh. a stupid barrel. <laughs>
0: like an actual barrel?
1: Yeah, there's a longer story there, but uh, let's hear what you're having.
0: No, like you're drinking physically out of the barrel? Or oh, no, I'm pouring from the
1: barrel, the barrel into a shot okay. glass.
0: gotcha, uh-huh. gotcha, okay. I'm drinking what I'm now effectively calling squadka. Squirt and vodka, equal parts. Oh. It's delicious. I also, yesterday, made a Squisky, and it was delicious as well. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah? is good,
1: that is good. I had Squirt to... and whiskey. The most cost-effective way to get Squirt, to get Diet Squirt for us, was to buy a 12-pack. So we got yep. the 12-pack... And I, I had maybe two because it was too good. I was just drinking squirt all the time. And I don't want to be a soda soda boy. Drink it like water. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gone now. And I think we're through, we're through that. And now I'm finally, my stomach is back, back up to snuff. So I can just do whiskey and water and not need like Ah. a ginger ale or something like that with it. Yeah. 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 So I always, I always have a decanter for my whiskey Cause it makes me feel like a fancy prince and sure. you go to the thrift store, you could pick up like a pretty nice decanter for a dollar because old yeah, people, reasonable. cause old people die all the time. Right. And they're mm-hmm. glass,
0: you know, not mm-hmm. necessarily crystal. They might be, you can, you can luck out and find a Swarovski crystal fucking.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm never too worried about it. But, uh, so last night I, I was closing a drawer on the bar with my hip and I knocked over all of the full wine bottles that are sitting out waiting for someone to drink them. Ah, uh, yeah. They smashed into my decanter, and my decanter broke. Oh, no. Yeah. So I can't be a peasant and drink out of, you know, like the handle, the plastic handle. <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so for, for Christmas, someone gave me this wooden barrel where you can take... It's very nice. If you, you've seen it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I have this With little... Mm-hmm. So you take the spout off in the funnel, and you fill it with whiskey, and then you pour pour out of the barrel. And this is just until tomorrow when I can go to the thrift store and pick up a new decanter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there used to be a cartoon. I believe it was Mary Melodies. Uh, and it was a St. Bernard character. And this, mm-hmm. it, had this, it had a barrel around his neck that had him guessing vodka in it or gin or some sort of, you know you know, alcohol to warm the blood, right? Back then. That's what I don't even know if that's what they did. I think they actually had medical supplies in them, but
1: but it was for when you it was for when you found someone in the Alps and they were freezing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And then, you know, you use it as a disinfectant. But I just remember the dog like popping the, the barrel collar off of its neck and downing it and guzzling it and it made me want to, like, drink, like, whiskey out of a barrel. Apparently like, it was scotch,
1: mouth. according to this. Oh, scotch, yeah, it like makes sense. It was scotch, or And then,
0: yeah, because they, they put on a fucking kilt and a tam,
1: right? The dogs yeah. did.
3: Yeah.
0: The, yeah, that's that's right. Yep, Man, those cartoons, there? that was a long time ago.
1: St. <laughs> Bernard's. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I think that was a real thing. Let's see, St. Bernard's Barrel Alps.
0: Yeah, like medical dogs. I don't know if it was necessarily in the Alps, but it
1: was in the snow mountains. It seems like they would be in the Alps. Anyone who's sure. ever watched Warner Brothers Disney cartoons so the St. Bernards are thought to keep either brandy or whiskey in those little kegs around their necks. Yep. In reality, however, determining what these barrels actually contained when they were originally used is a little more complicated. Wow. Takes us back almost a thousand years to the Swiss Alps. Legend has wow. it. That Saint Bernard of Menthena created a monastery and a hospice around ten forty nine AD in the only thoroughfare between Italy and Switzerland in the Alps. So he used to send dogs out with barrels around their neck in case you were too cold, and you'd just see a dog and call it over and just get some get some liquor. Hmm. Wow. Because
0: it made you feel warmer. Yes. Even though it didn't actually warm your blood and actually worsened your condition, right? I mean, but it's it a thousand warmer.
1: years ago, so they didn't—they didn't, they didn't yeah. know all that. Yeah, well,
0: it feels warmer; it must be warmer. Plus, you know, it's from the gods, and it gives you the courage to continue forward. <laughs> <Huh>.
1: <laughs> yeah. So apparently, it was brandy, wine, or whiskey.
0: Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So the, the vodka that I'm drinking tonight is a new brand. It's called Pow. P-A-U, and it's a Hawaiian vodka, mm. and it's made with, with uh, pineapple and Hawaiian spring water. Oh. Huh. It is, does not taste like pineapple. It's just like like that's the main thing that they use to make it. Oh, that's I mean? great. Pineapple husks. And, yeah, that's so. great.
1: That means that, that, that it's good because they didn't dip too far into the bad area of how that could have gone. Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> right. Awesome. Where'd you, where'd you pick that up? Our local S-Mart. Our local S-Mart is the best liquor store in town. I'm going to go to my grave is. saying this. <laughs> they have the best prices. They have the best selection. And I know it's because they're across the street from uh, college.
0: Yeah, and a smoke shop.
1: And a smoke shop. Yeah, so very, very high, high right turnover. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of turnover. But because of the high turnover, that place, I every time I like go, oh, I'll just go to BevMo this time and pick something up. I see it at our local S-Mart for way cheaper.
0: Yeah. Or at least a dollar cheaper.
1: At least a dollar (laughs) cheaper. You're right.
0: Which is marginal. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, it's, it's, it's enough to keep me coming. And they have, you know, the deals where we got knives and like a free pan Mm -hmm. based on, you know, when they have those stamp books,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: I love the store. Absolutely love the store.
1: Well, it's not even marginal when it's a dollar cheaper and you don't have to drive as far.
0: Correct. you like, yeah, that's, that's a
1: compound. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Benefit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My new vetting process for um, drinks, or liquor specifically, uh, is the bottle. I want to start making uh, these lamps, these mm-hmm. uh, bottle lamps with blue LED lights in them.
2: And they, so I like like yeah.
1: interesting shapes or like blue tint. Have you seen the cork lights? No. Okay, so I'm, there's one directly in front of me, so I feel confident I can tell you about it. Okay, um, yeah, describe it. So my great uncle lived in Passa Robles and in the last 10 years before he died, he bought a winery and oh, okay. started putting out wine with this winery. Like he adjusted how they did business a little bit. He was a big business guy. Um, and so one of them that he put out is called Martin. Oh, the winery is called Martin. Why? Weirick, Weirick, something
0: was just like business partner.
1: Um, no, it's just the winery has been around for a long time. The people whose names those are, are long gone. He just okay. was the new guy who owned it. And so my aunt has had for 10 years, this wine bottle that is now in front of me, which is one of those big, you know, the big, big, big boy wine bottles.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tall is your belly, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah. But a, but a good one that has Martin Wyrick on it that she's been meaning to turn into a lamp for me for Perfect. 10 years and she never did it. But she found, probably on Amazon or something, it's this thing where it's a little plastic cork. Coming out of the bottom is a string of LED lights. What? So you just put the string of LED lights down into the wine bottle, and you turn it on with a little switch on the cork. Pop the cork down, and it looks like it's just the cork on the bottle, and now your bottle's lit up.
0: Oh, man, you don't even need to cut a hole in the bottle exactly. like I'm going to That's amazing.
1: Because she kept trying to find someone who would cut a hole in the bottle, and she couldn't find anyone who would guarantee her that the bottle would not break. Right, right. So she settled on this solution. That's I mean, that's cool. a
0: pretty ingenious <laughs> thing. Whoever yeah. invented that,
1: props to you. Oh, yeah, because they're making money all over the yeah, place. they're living
0: the opt-out life.
1: Yeah, but they're probably, <laughs> it's more likely that there's some drone in China who is not seeing Who's any making. return on <laughs> this. They're yeah. just continuing yeah. to make it. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone... I, I w- I, I'm going to try and find out. I'm going to explain it to you and then Google it while you guys discuss. I think this person is a billionaire. Whoever invented the turning, the rotating um, grocery bag holder at Walmart is where it started. Oh, okay. I think that the, the is someone. I think someone invented that and became very rich. Let's see, rotating, grocery... I I guess I could see it. I mean, the way copyright and all that works. Inventor.
0: Let's see if there's a person... Yeah, if they patented it. Because you'd think that a person who patented a lazy Susan could actually Mm -hmm. be like, no, that extends to my shit too.
1: My name's Susan. Right, and I'm lazy. Uh, all I have is a all I have is a patent number. So I apparently that that person just worked for Walmart. Right. But it is now, yeah. and it could have been like I'm
0: sure that that person event like because it had to be one person, right. right? Who 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 thought of it initially? But like it was probably a team of people who collected the patent.
1: That's one of those right. aha moments where you're just like, oh, yeah, whoa, yeah, doesn't take a team. Right. Um. Because
0: there are some things that, like, there are some products that require a specific type of machine in existence to be able to have the product at all, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that is not one of those things. That's just, like, somebody had, like, literally a Lazy Susan and attached some ball or some bag hooks to it and was like, hey, look what I've done. Yep. You know? Yep. Um, So, like, that's not that specialized of a thing, right? It was just whoever, like, was the first person to the patent office to be like, no, this is mine. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yep. There is a big thing Did this is – we're going a little meta because we're on a podcast, but there is a big thing where – because you – do you guys know about patent trolls? Yes.
2: But for I've heard viewers, of it before, but let's so give us some
1: – a patent, a patent troll is – it's it's a thing. It's a whole income model that is based around um, filing very broad patents all the time. Mm-hmm. And then waiting for some product to catch on so that you can say, oh, no, 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 no. I patented that, was my, that yep. 15 years Sue. ago. Litigate. Yep. So uh, there's this, been this big battle going on. And I, I contributed a, a good amount of money to the legal battle because all these podcasters were like, please help us fight these patent trolls. Where some little shitty company in Austin was demanding money from all these major podcast companies because they claimed to have invented podcasting. Okay. <laughs> in in ninety eight or ninety nine or something like that. Way before Before there
0: was an iPod.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so um in the last two weeks that was struck down by the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court struck it down, those patent trolls oh, lost, good. and podcasting remains the um media of the people. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent.
0: Do you remember, okay, so that's, that's kind of harkening back, in my opinion, to the whole Metallica-Napster incident. Uh, Do you remember that? A little. A little, okay, I, so yeah, you little. guys are probably a little bit too young. So, when Napster was around, before it became Kazaa, wow, I just dated myself. For any of our listeners who know what those two
2: terms mean, like, fucking give me a call.
1: <laughs> I, knew, I knew Kazaa, I was on Kazaa, <laughs> I, did right. not,
2: I was not old enough to be on Napster. Right. Yeah, I, was, so, I wasn't on, on either of them, but I know what they were.
0: Yeah, and I don't rightly remember how they were connected. Uh, but I do remember Metallica being really upset and trying to patent a, a note. Like, there was a chord in one of their songs, and it, it had to do with, I I, I want to say, I don't know why it was connected to Napster. Maybe it was, it was Napster was just playing Metallica's song. Maybe there were two separate things. Metallica was trying to patent this note, and then but Napster was also playing Metallica songs so they had like a court like litigation with whether or not it was allowed. I don't remember. Can you mm. you can find it, I'm sure. What Even I what Napster, I have
1: is Napster. that they sued based on the song based on the fact that there was a, a demo of one of their songs was mm. was going all over the. it was they they had not released it yet, but they heard it on the radio.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Because it was going to come out in the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. But then they heard it on the radio, right. and they were like, what the fuck? And then they were able to trace like, it we back... we haven't released
0: anybody. Yeah, Yeah,
1: they were able to trace it back to Napster. And be, so because of Napster, the song that they had not <laughs> released was right. on the radio. And so that,
0: <laughs> that was a landmark case, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now, like, you're not allowed to, like, leak music? Or are you? It, it's all because of that, though, right?
1: Uh, it was ruled in Metallica's favor, so most likely.
0: Yeah, yeah, like... You you can I'm sure they they still have a problem with like piracy and whatever, but like the the actual like like file sharing programs like Napster and Spotify and that yeah. sort. Of, I mean Spotify is different because the users the the artists are are paying for this service, right? Yes. Like the so uh, that's a little bit different, I guess, because now it's a it's a mutually beneficial thing, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, it gets weird right now because Spotify is expanding. Excuse me, expanding into podcasts. Right. I'm dealing with this weirdness where I'm trying to get our podcast onto Spotify, but it's super weird. And so I'm waiting for things to get worked out. Like no one's mad at each other. It's just, it's new territory. Sure. Sure. Especially for monetized they, podcasts, like, which we are not.
2: When We're, do they start doing department. podcasts? Oh, sorry, Jim. In the last no, no. few yeah. months.
1: Let's see. Spotify podcasts. Spotify launches podcasts. Um. This article is f- oh, from two thousand fifteen. Apparently, they've been doing it for a while. But oh it, wow, <laughs> it, it's it's it hasn't. It's I'm still working on getting our our podcast on Spotify. It's very tough.
0: What are the requirements?
1: Um, the requirements are mostly that I continue to talk to the guy who created the entire website. Um. That hosts our podcast about the things that he's doing: new icons, website interruption, defaults for everyone. You know what? We might be on Spotify. Let me find out. Because <laughs> when it happens, it's not going to be up to me. It's going to be that yeah, he did it, and it just and it just happens. So, Spotify dot com. Spotify is very weird on a computer.
0: It is. I've only ever done it on my phone. Even Spotify.com is different than the app.
1: Yeah. I have the app on my computer, and I'm okay with that. But as a website, it's very strange. Um, Go ahead and save the password. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, Yes, that's my account. I don't care. I just want to go to Spotify Home. And load, load, load. Dun, dun, dun. It's really hard. I can't search. Okay. I'm just picking up my phone. It. <laughs> it's a very confusing website. All right, So if I open Spotify and I search for pit of conversation and then I spell it right. No. <laughs> uh, this of- should be a sound effect. <laughs> Anytime we say the name of our episode. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, no. All I'm getting is a song called "Pit of Despair" by Electronic Conversations. Ah, uh, that's really, really close. It is really close. <laughs> I
0: want, like, is it a good song? Because I would not mind linking them to us. Like, if people search for them, like, yeah, Pit of conversation.
1: Let's Pit find out. Despair
0: right. from from what moronic conversation you said? It's
1: called Electronic <laughs> Conversation.
0: Electronic. I'm sorry if I offended you guys.
1: Devices. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, I don't like Electronica, so I'm already... Nope. I'm out. No, nope. <laughs> For <laughs> that Electronic reason, I am conversation. out. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah. All right. right, built-up pages, <laughs> redirects, collaborate. No. Nope. All right, we're not on Spotify yet, but we're working on it, baby. That's okay. Average per month, we're up to 60 downloads a month. Oh, nice. I go... I
0: prefer to listen on Stitcher. Uh I think... It's fine. What are what's the other? I have three in my group. It's not always there. It's uh, I switch between all three of them. You have three in your group. Stitcher, and yeah, I have a, I have a little folder for, oh. for podcast mm. listening devices or listening apps, right? So it's it's. Uh, s- hold on, I'll tell you right now. As I look, it is Stitcher, Overcast, and SoundCloud.
1: Yes, so Overcast mm. is the correct one. Yes. <laughs> there are episodes. Overcast, of, uh, there are yeah. one
0: or two episodes on all three of those.
1: Right? Yeah, well Overcast, I mean Overcast is where I base all podcast knowledge from. So it that's where I listen gotcha. whenever I upload Venture an episode, humbles. that's where I check. That's where I listen to all my podcasts. Marco Arment, who's a beautiful man, is the sole creator of Overcast.fm, and it is an amazing application that is specifically for listening to podcasts.
0: It is, and it's wonderful.
1: I pay for the premium version, so I have all kinds of things on there, like Smart Speed, where it shortens silences. Oh, dude. That's it just cool. Automatically, as you're listening to the podcast, when there's a silence, it skips right over it.
2: That's <laughs> cool. It doesn't, I'm looking, though, but it's yeah. only available on iOS. That sounds so correct. I'm out of luck. That sounds correct. But you can listen to it on your computer.
1: Overcast.fm. Oh, um, oh okay. Interesting.
2: I will go ahead and bookmark that, then. Yeah.
1: Or you could just switch to Apple products. Yeah, you could
2: just no, pick up an iPhone. No. You don't
1: want a fancy <laughs> boy phone for $1,000?
2: No, no fancy boy phones. I'll stick with my my inferior Android phones. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I'm so I'm used, used to it now. Android. I don't think I could. Just because you're used to it?
2: Yeah, I'm I think comfortable I, with it. I'm
0: honestly it. the same way. Like I'm really comfortable with iOS, so like I don't want to learn a new shit. You know, I don't want to learn a new operating system.
1: Oh, no, that's literally all it is. Nothing is better <laughs> than the other. Yeah, right. Uh, Apple people like to talk about how intuitive and perfect and and easy to use for anyone in the world their products are, but the fact is that we've been trained by Apple for the last several years on how to use it. Right, twenty. Yeah, it's not that intuitive. It's
0: we yeah we had Macs in school when I was a kid.
1: Yeah. If if I were to hand Zach my phone and just be like, uh, do these three things, it would it would be hard for him. It's not like it's not it's not that intuitive.
2: I mean, that, that just reminds me, when I was doing my uh, my rotations at a hospital in Modesto, uh, me and one of the other interns I was with, we both had androids, and one of the doctors had needed help working his um, iPhone. And so he looked at us and said, like, oh, they're young, they'll know what to do. But, uh-huh. you know, no idea whatsoever. <laughs> nope. All I was looking for was how to turn on the flashlight. Oh, really? And, That's uh, hilarious. And had no idea where to it find
0: hard. it. Well, you had to have an app, but now it's just right in the, the what is it in the messenger? Yeah. I mean,
1: well, for it, me now that I have same. a ten, it's right on the home screen. I just do a hard touch right on this little flashlight button that always lives on the home screen, and there I go.
2: Nice. It, it used to be the same way for Android. You used to, if I remember right, I had to have a specific app back on uh, one of my phones, but now I just bring down the menu, and it's one of my first things that shows up. Yeah.
0: I ordered. I'm so pissed. Speaking about fla- flashlights, now that you reminded me, me check on that <laughs> shit. Uh, on April uh, 10th, I ordered a little two dollar flashlight on Amazon. Hmm. Uh, it has not arrived yet. What? <laughs> it came from China. They said expected by May 22nd, mm. which is in like two days. In so two days, like if it comes right on the 22nd, like that's going to be pretty impressive. Comes after the 22nd, like I mean, literally it was two dollars, so I can't really get too mad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should raise a stink. Like, hey, man, you didn't ship me something in six weeks to wait another six weeks for a $2 flashlight? I don't
1: know. Here's my deal and <laughs> and my philosophy, and I'm kind of a dick for it, but I'm still going to tell you guys about it. And this is my Amazon philosophy. I am always a dick because I'm always talking to someone in India, first of all. Uh-huh. Sure. Secondly, there, no one has any skin in the game. No one cares. Right. No one Except involved. for me, because
0: it's my shit. It's my exactly. Money.
1: You're the only one who cares. No matter who they connect you with, no one is going to actually care. They're just going to pretend to care, and mostly not do it very well. So I always raise a stink about that stuff, and just try and get as much like free stuff out of it as I can. Yeah. Free month of Prime, yeah. a refund on it, whatever. Blah blah blah. Because it just at the end of the day. I also look at it, even, this is, again, I'm a big old dick, but I also look at it as I am helping to fix the
2: algorithm.
0: Sure. I mean, that's true, and that's fair. Well, plus, I mean,
2: you're paying for it, this service, too. That's the thing that I go to. Not like it's offering ever free.
1: It's exactly the thing that I go to every single time. My wife had to deal with this thing on Friday where she got same-day delivery on something, and it just didn't come. And I was like, well, okay, so you've done, in the last couple months, you've done same-day delivery four times, and two of those times, it did not come on that day. So they have a 50% fail rate on same-day delivery where you paid extra to get this stuff. Like, that's unacceptable.
0: Right. You and motherfuckers.
1: She, yeah. So she ended up actually getting connected to someone in America who gave her, like, $25 in Amazon credit and refunded the order and gave her a free month of Prime and all the stuff, and it was great. Nice. Well, usually I'm on the phone with someone with India, and I'm demanding satisfaction, and they're going, I don't know what words are. Uh. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I'm chatting with them, and they say a sentence, and I just, my response is just, that sentence doesn't make sense in English.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, my usual go to is i'm sorry is there somebody else that i can speak with and then i feel like a fucking shithead
3: eh. but it's
0: like look i like you're not saying words that are really helping anyone communicate
1: and you're not ruining anyone's day that's the right. biggest that's one right. of the biggest things for me like if you're going to go ruin someone's day you better have a damn good reason your 2 dollar flashlight you shouldn't ruin someone's day over that but you can call someone in india and raise a little bit of a stink
0: right sure yeah. you fucking
1: it doesn't my matter that it's a two dollar
0: Purchase. Yeah. Did I tell you about? That? Hmm? You remember that when we talked, my accidental fucking fifty dollars oh, in purchase. Oh yeah. Games? Oh
2: yeah. What happened with that? So,
0: the app refuses to do anything because the payment happened through iTunes. Mm. iTunes refuses to do anything about it because they have new terms and conditions uh, that basically say they will only refund one time. For the same thing, so oh since God. I used once as an accidental purchase in fucking April when I first got the thumbprint thing, uh, uh. they they just refused. and so now I'm like, well, shit, like it's been long enough. Oh, and then she said she was gonna. So I spoke with a representative from Apple, right? And she said she was gonna contact me, uh, which I I so learned a lesson. You never want to pick the first one that you Google search as the phone
3: number.
0: Mm. So I called what said Apple, right, and. Uh, you know, I, I go through some security questions or whatever, and then he asked me for my password, and I was like, "The fuck!" Uh, he was like, "What's your password?" I was like, "You are Apple. You don't need my fucking password." <laughs> and he hung up on me.
1: Uh huh. Because he was not. Okay.
0: Yeah. Right. Correct. Uh, so finally, I did get a hold of the correct Apple, and they did not ask me any of that shit. Uh, and but she was like, "Yeah, basically, like I don't know what's going to happen." She's like, "I'm going to re refer this because I explained." I was like, "Look, like the app developer." didn't give me a chance to say no. My thumb was just resting on the thing, and it all of a sudden said, congratulations, you know? Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, because of that, like, I'm going to I'm gonna resend, resubmit it for, for review. And I was like, okay, well, like, who are you submitting it for review to? Like, can I just talk to that person?
3: Yeah.
0: You know, she's like, no, it's not a specific person. It's, you know, just goes into the computer and, like, somebody, you know, she's like, well, you'll hear it. She's like, I'm the one that will contact you in two days. I'm like, okay, fine. So two days is supposed to be Friday uh, at, at, uh, uh ten thirty in the morning, like we set a specific appointment. She never called me, uh, and then three thirty that day, I got uh, an email survey asking how she did, and I'm like, she did Poorly. not do well. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't give me any answers. She said she was going to refer it. She couldn't tell me why realistically that they wouldn't this time because it was different, you know. And she never called me back. Like, what the fuck? Uh, so I'm super upset. And then, like, I I hella blasted the app. I put a like a one star review and I I called it in, in all caps scammers and I, I basically labeled the situation like these guys, you know, they use tricky t- tactics and they, they they you know this app didn't give me a chance to not purchase this app and I made a fifty dollar purchase, you know, but then so and that was that was the other day. So today I'm like I'm bored and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man, like fine, fuck it. So I opened it to see what I purchased. It yeah. looks the same. Like, it looks exactly the same. Nothing about the game looks different to me than it did before. And so I'm like, what in the actual fuck is this shit? So, like, I <laughs> emailed them, like, like okay. Like, if I, I've accepted that I have to take this $50 purchase. And I was going to play the game and keep whatever it was. Can you please give me a breakdown of what I just bought? Like, I don't see any difference here. I'm, yeah. Like, this is like a Twilight Zone shit.
3: What is this like, game again? My
0: thumbprint just... It, the game is called Homicide Squad, and it's a very fun game. Like it's it's a um, it's a cross between like like looking at pictures and and finding specific like an object search.
1: Oh, you know, I've done uh, these. Yeah, I've done these. And
0: then putting clues together and like you know talking to people and revisiting things, and it's like a logic problem. But also, in addition to these puzzles, these these you know vision oh, picture oh, puzzles. Oh, yeah,
1: and it's totally it's totally made by the same company that made another app that I played Way too often back when I had an iPad. Wait. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really addicting and it's really yes. fun. You yes, know? it is.
0: It's a really rewarding game. Like I probably wouldn't have even minded spending the you know money. Not fifty bucks. It's a yeah. little much. But like you know, 10, five or ten bucks, I would have given them a shout out. You know, um or whatever it was. Yeah. Had I thought about it. But
1: what was the <laughs> version that I played? It was something about like an island, and I went to all these different islands, like the Island Castaway, Lost World, maybe. I don't know. Oh, but... I think
0: I played that. They're the same guys. That's it's, yeah, it's fantastic.
1: And it's like there was a point where I realized how stupid it was, and I'm like, I'm just wasting my time on this thing. Yeah, but exactly. I'm still gonna play it because it's well, wasting it, it's time the demon is fine dogs.
0: Fine, as long as you're not wasting money too. Yeah, well,
1: it's demon dogs because that's the thing, and I think this is specifically a thing about men. Zach, you can chime in if you have anything like this, where I think men are always afraid of the demon dogs barking at your back door, and so you cannot have silence, you cannot have too much time to sit and reflect on your life, because the demon dogs are there, and they're ready to let you know that you have wasted your life. So you have to do things like play Homicide Squad and listen to podcasts.
0: Dude, that's so great, demon dogs. Tom Waits calls them (laughs) rain dogs. There's a song about them. That's fantastic! I've never heard it put in that context before. Smashing the wine with all the rain. Oh, damn it, man! You just blew my mind a little
1: bit. <laughs> no, this is my life. This is my life. My life is full of keeping the demon dogs at bay by listening. Do to Do you guys listen podcasts. to Tom Waits ever? Oh yeah. The man. Oh, no. <laughs> rain Dogs is one
0: of my favorite albums of his. Rain Dogs.
1: I don't know him well enough to know albums, but I, I, oh, yeah. I know the Tom Waits. I know that guy. So, Zach, how do you feel about the Demon
2: Dogs uh, theory? I, I've gotten older. Yeah, I would say so. Like, when I was younger, I had no problem, like, sitting with, with nothing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. I went on my hitchhiking trip when I was 20, and I spent not even not just hours, but days in silence alone in the wilderness, and everything was great. Uh, if I were to do that now, I would be talking.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd exactly. go crazy, yeah.
1: Even back
0: then, for me, it was hard, and maybe it's because of the ADD, right? And that's mm. one of the main reasons that I have smoked so much weed throughout my years, is because that quiets them. Mm. You know what I mean? It it quiets everything, or it makes me numb to them, really. They keep going, but it's just like, ah, shut up, you fucking demon dogs. God, I don't need to hear your shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. You
1: know? Yeah, there's got to, it's always something, even even when I'm like at home and it's just me and my daughter, it's very rare that there's nothing going on but me and her playing. That's incredibly rare. Right. It's either music is playing or I'm playing music or the TV's on.
0: When, even when I was, so the one time that I was in jail for six or eight hours, however long it was, uh, I, you know they don't give you your phone and you're in a dark cell, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm there and I'm awake. So I was beatboxing like a motherfucker.
2: Yeah, I can see that. I can totally
1: see that.
0: <laughs> I, so I thought I was alone. Like I didn't realize that there were other cells like next to mine. Right. Uh, Cause it was all, it wasn't like bars. It was solid, uh, brick like cinder block. And so like, I was probably been beatboxing for like 10 or 15 minutes and then somebody sneezed and I fucking stopped and I was like, uh, oh. Like, are, I'm sorry.
1: There are people here. Uh-oh. Yeah, and
0: then and then somebody on the other side of me was like, keep it going, man. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, any objections? I said that loud enough for anybody. And nobody said anything. I was like, okay. All right. There you go. Here we go.
1: <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's the demon dogs. It's all demon dogs. It's all demon dogs. <laughs> I stole that from uh do, do you guys know John Roderick musician? Mm-mm. No. he um mm. he's unfortunately he's most famous as the tour keyboardist for Harvey Danger. Okay. Harvey Danger did the song Flagpole Sitta. Um hmm. but I'm not sick but I'm not well. I'm not well. It was the but I'm so hot. Because
0: yeah. I'm in hell. It was a huge. i paranoid, I'm paranoid, and everything. No, man, huge you song saw me twice tonight,
1: you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge, it was a huge hit in the 90s. It became the theme song to the TV show Peep Show as a BBC show that's amazing and you should watch it. Um, but he has his own band called The Long Winters, but he also has a podcast called Roderick on the Line that I've recently discovered, and I'm working my way through their entire, like, 400-episode catalog because it's just, it's so good. Every time John Roderick How? goes into a story, I just, I... I it it, it, it uh, hits home way too much.
0: How do you function?
1: Hmm?
0: Like, realistically, like, functionally, when you're here... So for me, when I'm hearing people talking... Like, that takes the focus for my shit, and, like, it distracts me. You know, like, music, like, it's a little bit different. Even, like, if it's words, specifically. Like, I can't type. Like, if people are singing words or or talking words, like, singing's a little bit easier, but if they're just talking, like, I just, like, that takes the forefront of my focus when, when I'm hearing words. Like, I don't understand how you can do other things and function whilst listening to just
1: podcasts. We have incredibly different days so my ah. days involve, um, especially because, excuse me, because of the age of my daughter, I can spend a lot of the day with headphones in, uh, yeah. Oh especially when she's having an angry day where I'm like, I'm just not dealing with you. I <laughs> will continue to take care of you, but I am not going to listen to you complain at me all day. But um, so my day involves a lot of uh, doing dishes, uh, buying okay. groceries, putting those groceries away. Um, cleaning the house, sweeping, putting toys back in the baskets where they go, things like that where I don't I don't need most of my brain. Talking. I don't, yeah, yeah gotcha. talking is fine because I don't need most of my brain. I can sweep while holding 30 conversations. I just go from one gotcha. end of the house to the other. Yeah, on days like when I'm at work, um anytime anyone else enters the building, I turn off the podcast because I can't do what I'm doing anymore.
0: Gotcha I am going to get myself a pair of bone induction headphones very mm. soon mm? have you heard of these mm.
2: no I'm very confused what, what yeah did you say they're called again
0: Bone <laughs> induction so it's the opposite of noise canceling. Okay, it doesn't actually impede your hearing at all. It uses your own bone structure as a speaker. So uh, it's supposed to be pretty weird when when like heavy bass comes up because it makes your jaw vibrate, apparently. Uh, But so they describe it as the sound coming out of the center of your head. Like your head is literally making the sound like there's no nothing else in it. So it's just, you know, like a a magnetic, not a magnetic induction, probably an, an electric induction. Have you I'm seen
1: that they make this as, as, um, uh, uh, sunglasses?
0: Bone induction sunglasses?
1: Yes. How? It's the same deal, but there's also just sunglasses attached.
0: That's motherfucking insane. This is my jam. Where is this in my life right now?
1: <laughs> I'll find it. Go ahead. Keep talking about it. It's on Amazon. Yeah, but it's on no. Amazon.
0: Uh, so that's... That's, so basically you can, it doesn't, it's not like noise canceling. You can still hear everything that's going on around you, but you can also hear, you know, your music or your podcast or whatever, you know, coming hmm. from the, from inside of your head. So I'm, now that I know that they come in sunglasses,
1: what, what's <laughs> Do your, they come in a fucking helmet too? What's your, yes. But what's your price range? Ah,
0: it doesn't matter. Okay. It's going to be my Christmas present. Cause you're oh. looking at, yeah.
1: you're
2: looking at $80 for the sunglasses. So, oh, dude! I was prepared to spend a
3: hundred for just the headphones.
2: Yeah, you? I was actually looking in this one review. It's like a few years old, but it was saying to get a good pair that like a, a hundred and hundred or so dollar pair matched up with like thirty or forty dollar pair um, earbuds. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh, if you want to look like
1: Bane for seventy five dollars, you can get a bone conduction <laughs> anti pollution mask. mask. Yes.
0: Can I do that with the sunglasses? Can I get one in all?
1: You can just wear sunglasses while you're <laughs> having those on. I want
0: Daft Punk bone induction mask. <laughs> if
2: that, that is sick looking. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hey,
0: shut up.
1: Oh this my Ruf- goodness. Is Rufio, Rufio or Blackbeard? Was going- uh, Rufio. It was Rufio. Blackbeard? <laughs> Blackbeard? I just go pirate. I go pirate because of the one eye.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I should start calling her Blackbeard I call her Co the Face Dealer
1: like, That's <laughs> it. Coco. it's Coco It's Coco
0: Coco yeah it's little Coco No but she doesn't bark that way I don't know if you could hear the barking Mm-mm. It was Rufio He's going crazy
1: I couldn't hear Rufio either Oh yeah, yeah. He was going nuts Speaking of Coco um, I went to the movies today I went and I watched a movie What did you oh, see? Yeah. Avengers How oh. was it? What did you think? It was very good. I, good. I'm glad end, you liked it. Oh, yeah. But at the end, my wife was confused about how it ended because I was like, that's terrible about how it ended. And she was like, what do you mean? They went to a different place. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not huh. – what? They didn't yeah, go no, to a different wait, place. I, I, those those are two – s- no, I'm not telling you anymore. I'm not. I'm speaking yeah. specifically vaguely. Those yeah. are not two places. Those are two places. That was not one place and yeah. then another. It was two <laughs> places. It's sad. <laughs> Zach, did you stay past the credits? Yes, of course. That's exactly... Not you staying past the credits, but past the credits is exactly what I first envisioned when it started happening. It was like, oh, it's going to be like this. Okay. Yeah. So I...
2: From I what, really like From this
0: what spoilers I have not been able to avoid. Hmm. I not that I've seen any spoilers other than pictures of fucking Thanos with the the gauntlet, yeah, that has all the Infinity Stones on they're, it. They're also right?
1: selling it at Target. You can buy a Thanos yeah. Infinity gauntlet. Oh, okay, uh-huh. and there's, <laughs> yeah,
0: there's different versions of toys with it, right? But I I saw something that that was alluding to, uh, like you know, killing fucking. A large amount of people for the greater good? Does he fucking kill the entire planet Earth or half the population of planet Earth? I am does going he make to, us disappear?
1: I am going to tell you that that does not happen. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's Thanos' big philosophy is that there's um, more people than there are resources, so he wants to kill half of people, and that's been his whole thing from the moment he became Thanos. Half of all people everywhere in every universe? Half of the whole universe, yeah. that's That was his, there's there's a whole thing I think
2: Even in one of the trailers, I think he even yeah. says that when, when I'm done here, like half of whatever will be gone or whatever. I don't yeah, okay. that's
1: his whole philosophy, and it started on his home planet, and his home planet, he was technically right, even though genocide is never the answer. Um, but on his home planet, they ran out of resources, and then the planet went to shit, and it, now there are no people there.
0: I think genocide is not the answer, but I think also you shouldn't go, like, with in vitro and that sort of thing. Like, if you just can't, you can't. That's nature saying no. Yep. You know, that's fucking the culling of the herd. Yep. Sorry.
1: There's a lot. You know, there's also, a lot there.
0: <laughs> if you're starving, you're starving. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah. You fucking figure that shit out, and it's unfortunate. There's a
1: lot there, too. And that goes back right. to, like, even the things that we're looking at as the state of California with these Delta Tunnels. Yeah, you have all these farmers with signs that say "Is growing food a waste of water?" And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, if you um, have a farm in the middle of the desert, um, yeah, right, it is yeah. a waste if of we water have to, to grow f- food there. Funnel water to go to you, then yes, move your farm. Yes, <laughs> go buy land in a place that has water and right. stop well, complaining. Also,
0: look at the way that they're doing it now in Japan. Right, like vertical farming is real mm-hmm. and it exists and it's a thing. Well, oh, that's thousands right?
1: of years old. Like the Aztecs did that. Yeah, you know, when the water runs it to off, some extent. goes down to the next right. level.
0: Right. Well, now we have the technology to not even use a mountain and like gradients. Like they yeah. literally build straight up and down. Yeah, you know, and it's fine. Yes, but but so that's where it should be.
1: Yes, we should not. Oh, that's be why my to, Delta. yeah.
0: That's why you were barking, Rufio. <laughs> so he, you know, his little area has an inward swinging door. Uh. But he can't open it once he gets in there, so he he accidentally closed it, and then so he was barking to let himself out.
1: That sounds like that sounds like my daughter, who sometimes will accidentally close a door on herself, and then she'll I'll be hearing this knocking. they like, what?
3: <laughs> like, let me out! Let me out! <laughs>
1: What's going on? Who's knocking on doors? <laughs> oh. I'm alone in this. Wait house till she figures out how to open drawers. We, oh, no, I, she's, one time... she's she's she just learned recently. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Fun. I was uh, I was about 13 years old, uh, and we had a little cousin that was uh, about two, and another cousin that was one, and they had gotten into the bathroom, and the door, first of all, was one of those little press button locks, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I haven't even seen any of these since like the 90s or the 80s. Now they're all, they've all got these turn on them, but they used to make these little doorknobs that had a little button next to them that was a lock. Yep. Uh, and, and it unlocks by turning the door handle, but so it's really easy for a two year old to operate that push button, right? So yep. first of all, so two of my cousins had locked themselves in the bathroom, and the, the adults were panicking like we gotta fucking break the door now we gotta get this down you know and so finally they were they had convinced them to like unlock the door and to help us out, right? Yeah. But the kids had also opened a drawer uh... and so the drawer was put, you know and so but they weren't old enough to understand to close the drawer. And I just remember my, my, like, they had to take the hinges off and they were getting exceedingly like panicking and frustrating. And finally someone's like, look, like no one's hurting anybody. They're just in a bathroom. Yep. Like, you know, (laughs) like it's okay. You don't have to break the door down, but like they did take the
1: hinges off. So we have in our house, first of all, we have little baby locks on all the drawers and cabinets. Smart. In the kitchen and bathroom, other than the very old ones. Because all over the place, like, I don't know if you guys remember from, like, the built-in bar that's covered in drawers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of those drawers are hard world. to open because they are yeah. wood, wood gr- on wood. Grown- yeah. As a grown-up, they're difficult to open. So we don't have anything on those. But all the ones that are very easy to open have little locks on them. But then on all the doors, in addition to the little knob things that you have so that they can't turn a knob... um, I looked into this, and all these mommy blogs and stuff were saying to get a pool noodle and cut it up into sections and then do a little slit in it so you could put a little slit of pool noodle on the edge of the door, and then the door could not, like, latch. You can't close the door. Oh, smart. I I didn't feel like doing that work, so instead I spent $8 on a set of basically the same thing, but I bought it. (laughs) So, when she's awake, every time I open a door, I put one of those little foam things on so she can't close the door because she's big on closing doors right now. It's very fun to close doors. Oh, it is. You can affect your environment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she closes doors all the time, but they never latch, so it's much easier to get to her if anything happens because sometimes she'll close all the doors and then fall over and then cry, and it's like, well, all right, where are you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, what what was your solution again? Duct tape?
1: No, 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 no. Um, It's a little piece of foam. So, like, imagine the door is a jar, Uh you have a little piece of foam shaped like a C.
0: Okay, and it just clamps onto it.
1: You just put it on the outside of the door, and the taller she gets, the higher I can put that, because I can put it all the way up to the top of the door, and no doors get closed. Yeah, smart. So,
0: I would just tape the handle shut. (laughs) No, I (laughs) I want the doors to close sometimes.
1: (laughs) That makes more
0: sense. I don't think about that sort of thing. I'm like, no, you little bastard. Yeah, (laughs) no more of this. Like, right now, now.
1: she's asleep in her room, and both of the doors to her room are closed, and they will remain closed until tomorrow morning when she wakes up.
0: Does she have like a walled sleeping enclosure? She in a crib?
1: She's in a crib. She's dangerously, scarily close to being able to climb out of that crib. Oh, she probably already Mm -hmm. can. Well, so she recently has learned about, like, sticking your leg up to climb over things. (laughs) It's a very recent discovery. And so I see her trying to do it in her crib all the time. But luckily, the top of her crib is around the same height as her head. So it's very hard to stick your leg up over your head to climb out of something. For now. For now, (laughs) but she's always growing. So... Yeah, I keep thinking about putting, like, I don't know, like a wrestling mat right in front of a crib. <laughs> a trampoline. Something yeah, like that. For the day that she does finally climb out, it's not going to be that bad because our house is fully hardwood. Do if you see it,
0: that uh, video of that little kid escaping the baby gate, but first he goes and puts a pillow there because he knows he's going to
1: i've seen that i've seen that
0: yeah he's a little toddler he's in like a onesie and he goes and he throws this pillow it's a full-size pillow and he just throws it over the fucking fence yeah and then he climbs and he climbs and he climbs over this fence and he just falls right down on this pillow and gets up and goes about his business
1: yeah she's not old enough to plan for stuff like that right now she's basically she's mostly working on how do i get out of here
0: Right. Yeah. What does this movement do now?
1: So how do I get out of here? Is going to quickly turn into. Ooh, I just fell three and a half feet onto the ground on my head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What do you call it? He's called a squadka. Squadka. Yeah,
0: I'm making another one. Delicious. Mm -hmm. We have these uh, stemless. These ones are plastic because we broke the glass one. Hmm. But they're, uh, they're stemless wine glasses, and these ones are indestructible. And they hold, we just found out, two and a half cups of liquid. Yeah. So it's the perfect amount for about two shots worth of vodka and a full can of squirt. Yep.
1: Is that a Walmart
0: buy? <laughs> no, it was an Amazon buy. But I they uh, th- have them at Walmart, that's great.
1: I threw them away. In, in In college, I had a set of wine glasses that were the indestructible kind, and they were so big. Yeah. Ridiculous thing. So big. You ever see the wine glasses that can fit an entire bottle of wine? Yes. (laughs) I love those. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) They make them. You can buy them specifically as a wine glass that can fit an entire bottle of wine so that you can say, oh, I just had one glass.
0: They have some that are like novelty now that like convert. Like Mm -hmm. the bottle, like the bottom part of the bottle has this plastic thing that just turns up and the whole wine bottle becomes a, a wine glass. You just take the bottom part off essentially and turn it upside down. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Things like that always remind me of the Sgt. Pepper's movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, there's a great scene in the Sgt. Pepper movie where they're being convinced to sign a contract by a record producer. <laughs> and before you know it, they're drinking champagne out of glasses where they have to hold their hands out three feet <laughs> to take That's a ridiculous.
2: sip. Oh, my God.
0: It's like, what the fuck is this? It's some weird
1: 1975 artistic way to say, like, they were being fed too many drinks, but. (laughs) But they're just, like, bear hugging a glass and taking these huge drinks of champagne. Uh. I want you. I want you so bad.
2: Oh my
1: god! That's a great that's a great soundtrack. If you ever want to if you ever, I, Zach, I don't think you're too into the Beatles, but if you ever f- fell down a Beatles hole, and you found yourself enjoying Beatles music, a nice little take on Beatles music is the soundtrack to that movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> Aerosmith does a cover of "Come Together." You've got Frank Zappa doing um, what's the name of that song? Because Frank Zappa covers because, no Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper, not Frank Zappa.
0: They're almost the same person.
1: Steve Martin covers <laughs> Maxwell's Silver Hammer. George,
0: what's his name?
1: Not Steve, Steve Martin
0: and Martin and Short are coming somewhere. Real, what real? Hello. Steve Martin and Martin Short are coming recent soon to a show to a venue near us.
2: Yeah, I think I saw it. Sacramento?
1: Ad- Gallo or Sac? I got Sacramento when I started to search Steve Martin. Oop, Steve Martin. Martin Short coming to Sacramento this June. What? Yep, yeah,
0: there it is. Yep.
1: He's doing comedy again?
0: Mm-hmm. Although it might be a musical show, I'm not one hundred percent. Martin Short plays guitar, right? I know Steve Martin plays a banjo
1: really well. Yes, he's an incredible banjo player. He he plays a lot of instruments. Steve yeah, Martin. Yeah, he's one of those dudes. Steve but he Martin. has tinnitus, which is weird to yeah. me.
2: Oh, that sucks.
1: Steve Martin is an incredible man because he's someone who has never believed that much in anything he's done. He just sort of has yeah. done it to to get where he is in life, which is a probably at least a millionaire, if not a billionaire. Oh yeah, Be- he did not care too much about comedy. He did stand up for under ten years, and that yeah. was his big claim to fame as a stand up. And then he did stupid movies for around ten years, and and he now never he never just-
0: hosted. He 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 hosted Saturday Night Live. I thought that he was a cast member, right? Mm -mm.
1: He was never on it. That was his. That was how he got famous. Was by um, hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Before anyone cared what SNL was. Wow, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Martin Short is a guy who's always short some money. He. (laughs) (laughs) He's Jiminy Glick. Yep. Martin Short's always making the wrong choice. Martin Short really needs to go on this tour so that he can cover a couple of uh, debts he has. Steve Martin is just <laughs> hanging out with his buddy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Although, I don't know. Like, he's always been present. Like, literally, like, he, you know, a simple wish. Like, he's had, he's he's been in the spotlight for now, you know, 30 years. Like, he's had times where he's going off, but I don't think he's hurting for money at all.
2: You don't think Short. Martin
0: Short's hurting for money?
2: Supposedly no. this one website I found says that Martin Short is worth twenty five million dollars.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, yeah. worth and have are two two different things No, I know. Yeah, Agreed. I was just gonna say, Agreed. I mean
2: a lot of that's tied up in you know just well, what,
1: what Steve Martin assets in on that
2: same
0: uh, website.
2: Same website shows him at a hundred and ten million.
0: Yeah, there's that. So, yeah, exactly. so way more probably,
2: than short. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was probably Martin Short going like hey Steve. It yeah, help buddy. Yeah.
1: So first, so if if you guys are looking at doing this, I highly recommend going Oh, wait, no, the Mountain Winery. No, never mind. Go to the Golden 1 Center in Sacramento. Don't go to Saratoga. Really? Okay. I've actually heard good things about Saratoga. I went to Saratoga to the Mountain Winery once to watch a concert and someone killed themselves on stage.
0: Oh. What?
1: Yeah. What there the- there was suicide happened. It was a whole thing. Don't don't worry too much about it. Uh, they have like, terrible security. I don't security. think that will happen again. The thing about Mountain Winery is that the stage is in front of a big castle, uh, big fake castle. It's very easy if you want to be someone to commit suicide publicly to hop a little fence and then run across mm. the castle and then jump twenty feet down onto the stage and end your life.
0: Oh. Uh. And, well, now I know what I'm doing.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> and if that were to happen, um no one will take no one will take the blame. Right. No, because it's no one's fault. I was at a concert there and I paid a lot of money to attend that concert and then once that happened, I said, "Well, I have a problem with what security was like at that event." And they were like, "No, security was fine." Um, you're just out that money because I saw 15 minutes of a three-hour concert,
2: oh my and then God. left
0: because everything was crazy. Left because the concert. Well, yeah, was they're not
2: going to continue ended. on after someone yeah kills themselves on stage. Like the band,
1: yeah. the band did the real baller move. The band paid. They said anyone who was in attendance on this concert just um, provide your ticket number and we will pay for grief counseling. Anyone who wants to. Oh um, wow. They they were they were stellar about it.
2: See, That's that could have been the venue. That
1: what band? That. It was um, the Swell Season and the Frames. Okay. So Glenn oh. Hansard and Marquette Iriglova, and I've not heard of either. Of those and friends. the rest, the people who wrote Once. Um. Yeah, so I was in I was in the third row, and then someone died in front of me, and then the venue went. Yep, eh, not our fault. And so is
2: this is this fake castle behind there normally supposed to be empty or?
1: So the person ran across the roof of the fake castle. So you're, you're up on a walkway with this okay. very short fence, and then you can look and you can see the roof of this fake castle that leads to the stage because the fake castle is the backdrop for the stage. So if you're going to go down and watch things, then you walk across and then you go downstairs and you sit in some seats and you're looking at people with a fake castle behind them. But if you're someone who's going to commit suicide, then you go up the stairs and you go around to the three and a half foot fence behind the fake castle roof. Oh, you hop the fence very easily. Then you yeah. run and jump and land on the stage and almost kill C.J. Martin's favorite performer.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: um, well, all why of our
0: can't listeners, you go to a fucking concert where Robert Plant catches a dove on his head? Right. Like why? Like what the <laughs> hell?
1: Yeah, that's never yeah. happened. I, so, but I will forever and ever and ever tell anyone who cares to listen, don't go to Saratoga, do not attend concerts at the Mountain Winery, because bad things might happen, and then they'll claim it had nothing to do with them.
0: I, like, I feel, part of me wants to test this, and I want (laughs) to go to see a concert there, but I know that I would also experience something just as horrific. Yeah. I mean, if we have two of them, then we can be like, no, bitches, this is your fault. Yeah. Like, if it's a one-off, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like that was a crazy bitch, right? Like that, like the zoo saying like, Hey, Harambee was not our fault. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Technically, like but you then got you killed with four it other far.
1: gorillas. And now right. what are, let's, let's have another conversation because gorillas keep getting shot. Right. People keep running off the top of this fake castle. Do you need the fake right, castle? Yeah. Could you tear that down?
0: Can we maybe not have access to the fake castle or get yeah, a bigger seriously. fence surrounding it?
1: Could you pay right? someone $8 an hour to just kind of stand there where someone might hop a fence and try and jump off the fake castle?
0: Right. There's a video of some lady trying to sneak into the grave of the unmarked soldier. She gets a little bit closer and then all of a sudden out of nowhere the fucking military dude shouts out, Get away from the
1: line! Yeah. Interesting.
0: <laughs> like, and she runs away. So yeah, why not pay a shouter?
1: Yeah, just a shouter. Except
0: monitor the perimeter and make sure no one crosses it.
2: That's all you need. Yeah, because, I mean, someone sees them and says something, not going to do it Yeah, nine, right. 99% of the time, yeah. Yeah, that's almost all
1: you have to do ever. Don't call the police. Just say, hey, are you robbing that house? And then they'll drop <laughs> everything and run away. <laughs>
0: i watched this video this 82 year old man saves his brother from being mugged by hitting the guy over the head with a wrench Uh, so (laughs) the dude the dude who was mugging them has a gun in his hand right so he gets smacked with a wrench and then like they circle around the car and the guy with the gun like seriously rethinks his life and just walks (laughs) away (laughs)
1: yeah that's normally how that goes
0: yeah like ah fuck man i don't want to kill nobody you yeah. beat me, you know? Like, it's just like, a dog. Really like a dog. Like if a dog
1: does something wrong, because I've always had big dogs, right. my immediate reaction is not to like, it, my, my immediate reaction is to get a gruff voice on and go, what are you doing? Or something like that. Exactly. And then the dog goes, oh, oh, ooh!" I'm not going to do that anymore. And it's the same thing with people. You, is, yeah. there, is there someone trying to break into your house? All you have to do is go, why are you trying to do that? And then... Yeah, exactly. Then they're like, Ugh, and they run away. Right. Unless they're crazy. I,
0: so, I had a weird... Normally, when UPS delivers an Amazon package, they knock, but really, they're only knocking to let me know that they've left the package already, and they're on their way. Exactly. Right? So, my response usually is, who is it? And then there's nobody there. Right? So, I'm like, okay, I look out the window, there's a package. Fine. You know? So, uh yesterday, there was a knock on the door, and I'm like, fucking... I go up and I'm like, who is it? And then he goes, I have a package for you. Hmm. I'm like, what? And I look outside and he's not wearing any sort of UPS or anything at all. Hmm. And I see, I see sandals and I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And I don't see a UPS van or anything. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting prepared. You know, Mm -hmm. like I open the door and he just hands me a package and I'm like, thanks. And then he looks in his phone and like, looks like he was fucking like scanning that he, you know like scanning that he's delivered in his package, like he's working or whatever, but it was on his phone. It wasn't on like a special piece of equipment. And then he left and I'm like,
1: that was an Amazon. That was an Amazon deliverer.
0: Yeah, exactly. I have a package for you. So that part I I can't speak to,
1: that part I can't speak to, but uh, I keep my front window blinds open all the time and I'm home a lot. Yeah. So these people, these people make money per package. So a lot of them rent U-Haul vans, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and they
1: just Mm -hmm. drive around in a U-Haul van delivering Amazon packages. And mostly, that guy was kind of weird for sticking around to let you know that he had a package for you. Right. But mostly, they just kind of like set it down. And so here's here's how I always do it. If it's if it's UPS, FedEx, or one of these random Amazon people, I Kind of watch them through the window. I wait for them to set it down, scan it, and then walk back to their car. And then as they're walking back to their car, I open the door and I yell, thanks. And then I pick up the package and I walk inside. And I do this almost every day because we order everything from Amazon and we don't give any other company our money. (laughs) <laughs> well, it makes it really fucking hard
0: not to. Those bitches.
1: They do. If I was if I was like a shipping? good boy, I would if I was a good boy, I would delete my account and start buying things at the mall
2: or something. <laughs> well see that's that's the that's the uh, thing with me too, is like I, I try and be good but when I don't use Amazon I end up just like going to Target and it's really not right. that Not different. It's
1: not. It's a little more expensive and it's a little more inconvenient and the service is no better. (laughs) Well, until they start using actual drones to
0: deliver my shit. Oh yeah. It is still providing local jobs because yep. of homeboy who's delivering it.
2: Yep. You yeah. You know, and, well, and, that and the I,
0: local storage that they, you know, so
2: yeah. Yeah, and I think they're building like a warehouse in Stockton at some point oh, they, that'll they're they're give won. like 1000 yeah, people, yeah. I've got yeah. A,
0: I've got a lot of clients that work there. Yeah. A lot of us have clients that work there.
1: Yeah, that sounds um, right because Tracy is not working out. They thought it would just based on like looking at If you did not live in the area and you kind of looked at a map of the area, you'd be like, oh, clearly Tracy is the way to get to everywhere else from the Bay Area. Yeah, it's the
0: hub. It's the middle. But But the reality
1: is no one who lives in Tracy has any money. And you need to go a little further to get to anyone who wants things. Because in Stockton and Lodi and in Manteca, all those areas, people... With the people would do the one hour because they have one hour delivery, they have two hour delivery. People would do that, which is just not available to us. Zach has sent something.
2: Yeah, it was just it's an old article, but it's oh, just about okay. them bringing um, one yeah. of their facilities to Stockton at some point. Yeah, I think I know a right guy on. who works there. Tony, do you know him? James, Tony, something.
1: Tony. It doesn't no. matter. He's a guy with a degree in technical theater who is not very good at Oh, I know Tony. Theater. I know
0: Tony. Tony Parker. Yeah. I know Tony.
1: I've never met anyone who is less good at the thing that they have a degree in. I was shocked to find <laughs> that he
0: did have a degree in that.
1: Exactly, it's just—it's this guy. He shows up and he's like, "Hey, I've got a degree in technical theater," and you're like, "Awesome, you're going to be a huge help." And then you yeah, start giving him essence. tasks, and he's like, "I don't know what that these words mean," and you're like, "Oh, so they just—they just didn't teach you anything at the school <laughs> where they gave you a so, degree?" <laughs> do you now? Listen, the wording is is important here. Do you
0: have a technical degree in theater, or do you have a degree in technical theater? Yeah, see, I don't—I don't
1: know where he lands. <laughs> All I know is that as someone who works in technical theater on paper, this guy should be paid 3 times as much as me, but in reality, he needs to be paid 3 times less. He needs less. to be
0: instructed. In reality, <laughs> he needs to be instructed. In
1: reality, he does not even know enough to be my intern.
0: Dude, i oh my so God. okay. T- Tony, if you're listening, you obviously know what I'm going to say is true just now, okay? The the swinging wall that he attempted to make for Rocky last year. Yeah. You know, like, there's just so, like, in materials alone, like, you looked at it, and so what he wanted to do is, is would be an impressive thing, sure. He there was, it was a, a really good
1: idea. It was a really yes. good idea. It
0: was, a, it was a really good idea, so the, it's a small stage. For our viewers who aren't familiar with the showbiz stage, it's a small stage, smallish ish. I mean, it's, fair, it's, it's actually fairly wide, but it's, it's, you know, all raised, like, by, by – it's not an official stage, you know. It's so, but yeah. but we're, we're, we're on this thing, and he's building a, a wall that swings, that is supposed to swing open and create a different room yes. when it's open versus when it's closed, right? And, and ultimately, he wanted it to be in the middle, too, right? He wanted it to have three positions yeah. that would create, like, a, a split section and then one open and then one closed. Right, but the the casters that he chose, the casters for those who don't know, are wheels. They're they're little just wheels that can be mounted to things. Uh, were completely incorrect. They and he didn't brace this door properly. Right, so so one day he had gotten it like they they could never get it to swing properly. It kept like cracking and like like uh, like just stopping in the middle of the, of the swing, and then all of a sudden one day the whole apparatus just fell over. So yeah. he's got this big chunk of wall that he hadn't properly secured to anything up top and it just whatever he had had used to secure just a couple of screws came out. And so this whole wall could have fallen and like seriously hurt or even killed yep. somebody. Yeah. It was Gianna was right there. Like there was a hospital bed and it just went whoop had it fallen 2 minutes earlier it would have absolutely smashed her like a pancake cuz she was laying on the ground right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but, which is fine, you know, trial and error, you know, obviously everybody trial and error, but if you have a degree in technical theater, you should know these things right off the bat. You should yes. know what materials to use, and you should know how to properly brace things, uh, you know, because you use thin wood as a as a facing. Yes. You know, you use, like, the siding that is really thin, and so you can't anchor anything to it.
1: It's, it's tough. There's a whole thing. I'm not going to go too far into it, but... From what I hear, the scuttlebutt is that the technical director of one place is retiring, so he wants the technical director of another place to take his place. And then ah. there's only one option for who's going to take the place of that person in the area, and that's me. And my reaction to that is ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're offering me more money, but the reality is that I'm working more often and I currently have like a retirement and vacation days and like a lot of things that won't be offered. Wait, so somebody
0: is going to retire?
1: Yeah, somebody, somebody in town who works at somewhere that Zach may have graduated from. Uh Aha. Hmm. Because he's reached that point, and and he 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 deserves it. He's a great guy, but he wants someone else to take over. And then he then then it, apparently I'm not going to have to think about this for at least a year. But I but
0: you are going to have to think about
1: it. I'm going to have to think about it because there people are going to come to me with an offer, and I just it needs to be a very good offer. And well. I don't think it will be. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) because there's a lot of Tony Parkers running around who are going to apply for a job like that. Yeah, and who won't be able to perform it. And wait, I'm
0: not sure I know who you're talking about.
1: You probably don't, but I'm not going to say anything specific. That's fair. No,
0: no, no, that's fair. That's fair. But, uh, but I would more on this later.
1: Yeah, I'll text you. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. Were you seeing, You saw the TIE Fighter. Did you see this article?
0: No, it doesn't let me do it while it's in the app.
1: For okay, some reason. do you see the part where it's like a little speech bubble in the app? Speech bubble. Maybe tap it.
0: No, I have... So I'm tapping. I have a big circle in the middle that says CM. Okay. And then the whole thing is called Henry. And I've got... Down on the bottom, I have... <laughs> uh, like a, a sound emblem and then a microphone and then a plus sign and then a camera and then a phone
1: sign a phone sign okay Do you, So, that, the, okay
0: now I got it oh, I got saw it. what you said I uh yes okay that's interesting that is what I thought that is not quite how I thought but that is that's interesting
1: yeah it's it's very interesting I was informed of that recently
0: ah now so on man I so many things I want to talk to you about with this yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we'll cut this whole you second.
1: can you can Sorry. you can ask as many questions as you want and i will just not answer them if i don't want to no
0: i it's it's actually on a completely side tangent hmm. for what are the parties involved no no, no i can't even i will i'll talk later uh, <laughs> <laughs> but viewers listen Good news is afoot, kind of? Not really. I don't know.
1: Sort of. Things may change. All over the place. There's changes. There's changes. Yeah. Finally. No
0: spoilers, viewers. Come check back in a a year's time and we'll tell you if things were correct.
1: Come watch a show once in a while, you asshole. You motherfuckers. (laughs)
0: Literally do it. Just watch a show. All of these shows. I know
1: I I don't push it, but Zach, do you know any time that you've ever seen me act on stage or seen something (laughs) that I've done?
2: Yes, once. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you, In oh, Linden. Ooh, I gross. forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pump Boys no. and Dinettes, was it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't remember what it was. Was I the father of a lot of children?
1: <laughs>
2: honestly, I don't remember. Okay, that's how good it great was. It was so it. long ago. I was the no, dad of was... Cheaper by the Dozen. In, uh, Maybe that
1: was... Uh, 2010, I, I think. I was the father I,
2: of Cheaper Dozen. All by I remember is that... You were like, oh, you should come out to see it. And then me and Brian, one of our other friends, had nothing else better to do. So we're like, oh, yeah, we'll go out. You know what? I'm pretty sure that was cheaper by the dozen. And it, was, it wasn't bad. I mean, you know. Yeah, it yeah, that
1: show was whatever. That was, you yeah. know, that was fine. <laughs> I've, I've done my best work uh, since then. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized
0: this. Forbidden like, Broadway, dude, was really, really good.
1: That one was a lot of fun. I realize this with my with my family, with the Martin family. I do not tell them often enough about when I do things, so they don't see them. <laughs> like I think I think it's easily been five years since anyone in my family has seen me on stage, and it, even then, it like wasn't a great version of me being on stage. It was just. Have you been
2: on stage since five years ago, or
1: I was last on stage two years ago.
2: Okay. I feel like that was the only. I think you may have told me about other times, but I feel like that was the only time that you were on stage that you gave me like advance notice.
1: I don't. I don't like spreading it around because I don't like to be that guy. So in general, I just don't tell people. I'm just. It's a weird thing. It's a really weird thing. It is. Because you're like,
0: hey, basically, come look at me. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: hey guys, do you like me? Would you like to see more of it? Yeah. Well come to this thing and pay money.
0: Right. Do you want to see me show off some shit? <laughs> Alright.
1: <laughs> yeah. Basic basically that. Yes. Yeah, so, so the last time I was on stage was two years ago, uh August of two thousand sixteen. Did I have a daughter yet? No, not yet. So August two thousand sixteen. Um yeah, it was the last time, and there's nothing in the future that tells me I'm going to be on stage anytime soon, but that that was the last time. At SCT, I haven't, on paper, been on stage since 2013. On paper meaning? Meaning I was cast in Fiddler on the Roof, but then our friend Eddie's... Dad died during Spamalot, so James oh, no. Reed and I had to take over for Eddie and his fiance. And so I was on stage for Spamalot for a week and a half. Is that Hargreaves? Yeah. Uh, his dad died partway through the run of that, so he had to like go deal. You had to bail and deal with all that real yeah. life shit. Yeah. So James Reed and I became Eddie and his fiance. For a week and a half on stage. So that was the last time I was actually on stage at, at SCT. And that was, that was, that was 2014. Yeah. It was, yeah right I I it was right before I got hired. It was right before I got hired. Cause I got hired during spam a lot because they were like, Hey, we want to hire you. You don't have anything going on. Right. And I was like, mm, I have a job all summer teaching children how to act like, oh. Which is way better than this yet. Well, but all right. No, it, it it was a very good deal. I got paid a lot of money to do that. But they were like, "Oh yeah, you're you're super free, right?" And I was like, "Well, no, because every day I go to Linden and I teach elementary school children how to act." And they're like, "Oh, you have a lot more going on than you ever tell us." I'm like, what was I supposed to? I just Well like, <laughs> yeah. When did this happen? I took a job <laughs> to report all my hit?
2: Yeah, so you have to give you like daily updates yeah. on my life.
1: <laughs> Which, by the way, being a theater yeah. teacher to um, first through fifth graders is an amazing job. Oh, yeah? You don't have to do that much. Oh, like yeah. The I guess that makes sense. Shit <laughs> in the world. Yeah.
0: Because like, what theater... It's not like you're performing Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. You know. It's not.
1: <laughs> right? You're starting like, you to would... teach them some of the basics of improv. Yeah. But basically, you're like like... George it's... and Martha go to the store. My way of teaching them improv was I was like, okay... So you guys know the story of Goldilocks and three bears, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, cool. Okay. So there's four of you. Please perform for us the story of Goldilocks and the three bears. Go. Yeah. You pick who's who. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who does what. Yeah. I would like to see the entire story told. And so like, just, just between fairy tales like that, like that was my way of teaching kids how to do improv. That's brilliant. Yeah, you you know the story. You know point A, point B, point C, point D. Just let's get there.
2: Yeah, sounds like Zach is writing an essay. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just typing something. real quick.
0: he's he's familiarizing himself with Goldilocks and the Three Bears, so he doesn't. Yeah, sound like
2: I, I I forgot I forgot the uh, I forgot the, plot. the the plot of it. Yeah, thank you, James. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remind myself. Yeah. He forgot what the word plot meant too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bourbon
0: will do that to you. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, because you know, I I had my you know almost two shots of the uh, the good stuff, and then I tried to finish off my bottle of Maker's Mark. So, uh, nice. I think that's you what's going in mix. my collection next is Maker's Mark because it uh, yeah.
1: seems weird that it's not there yet.
0: It's a you know, it's a good all around.
1: It's a good. It's a good given. I like yeah. Maker's Mark as like a good option for a Given. Yeah. For me, Givens, yeah, should, be, Givens should be should Bullet Bourbon, Maker's Mark, Jameson, what else? I think it's about it. I think those Glenn should be Fittich. the Givens. Glen Fidditch. Or Glenn
0: Livet, depending. They're I both like, pretty tasty. I like
1: Glen Livet better than Glen Fidditch. Yeah. That's a personal choice. I like the smoke.
0: Yeah, agreed. I like a little bit more of a flavor. Than just an alcohol. Yeah. It's like a deeper.
1: <laughs> but that's also why I really, and so Zach is going away from this, but I really like Irish whiskeys.
2: Yeah. See, I think it's just because for so long, that's like all that mm-hmm. I drink.
0: But I like a good bourbon too, man.
2: Like, oh, I... <laughs> I love a good bourbon.
1: But for me, an Irish whiskey is the best because it's nice and light. You take the shot. You don't take a shot of Irish whiskey and go like, ooh. I need to wait for a while because my stomach's so full. You just go like... Right. That That was nice. Yeah,
0: a Jameson pickleback, you're like ready for another one immediately.
1: Ugh.
2: Do you ever do picklebacks? No, because pickles are gross. Yes, pickles... What's the... Actually, I like pickles. What are we talking... What's a pickleback? A
0: pickleback is a shot of pickle juice that you take right after a shot of whiskey. Why would anyone do that?
1: People do it because they like pickles.
0: Well, yes, A, but also why, are you,
1: why, why are
2: you a lot like pickles? Yep.
1: <laughs> Thank it's you okay. for finding the actual problem. First of all, pickles was, are cool. yes, I do
0: enjoy pickles. I do enjoy uh, a good kosher dill. However, that's not the main reason. The main reason is it's mostly comprised of vinegar, and so it cuts the burn of any alcohol that you have immediately. You shoot it, and then you chase it. There's no burn. And then you've got like a weird, pleasant taste because the Jameson specifically, but like like other whiskeys too, like they meld with the vinegar and the pickle, and so you get this kind of a weird, like aftertaste where you're like, okay, like that's interesting, you know? Like I, I, I mean, if you don't like pickles, you're probably it's probably not your thing. However, if you do like pickles, yeah. I highly recommend it.
1: That's the biggest thing about a pickleback. You have to like pickles, right?
0: 'Cause otherwise you're just yeah. you're following like the last taste that you're you're getting is pickle juice and that's the worst thing. But pickle juice, consequently, is the best cure for a muscle cramp. Like if you ever get a weird Charlie horse, like in your leg or your foot and it, it's like cramping and cramping and you can't get it to stop, drink some fucking pickle juice.
1: That's because of the sodium.
0: Ah, interesting.
1: You could drink salt water and get, get a similar result.
0: No, salt water is disgusting. Pickle juice at least has
1: flavor. <laughs> Not yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Not sea yeah, salt no. water or anything, but
2: just salt water. Right. Just water with, with some water. salt in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oof. I have hated. I'm, I'm pickles just really my picky with food in general, so I can't yeah. say too much.
1: I've hated pickles my whole life. When I was a kid, I had to scratch and sniff. I think it was a book. And the one scratch and sniff part I couldn't stand was the pickles. The pickles? <laughs> I was like, oh, pickles. Just scratch this and you'll smell some pickles. So I scratched it and I was like, ugh, that is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I do not want those pickles. Ugh.
0: I don't like uh, sweet pickles at all or bread and butter pickles. I'm not a fan in like in the slightest bit. What is it? But I... kosher
1: dill, I'm good. Kosher dill, that's what, that's what it is. My daughter is a big fan of pickles. Yeah. You can just, really? You just hand her a pickle spear and she's in heaven. Kosher dill. We always keep a right. jar in the fridge because she likes pickles. You just hand her a pickle and she's, yep, yeah, boom, she's in.
0: I like other <laughs> things that are pickled too, like okra. Pickled mm. okra is great. Pickled garlic is great. Pickled green beans are
2: fantastic. i had been exposed to this whole new world of pickled items I never knew were pickled. You ever had pickled oh,
1: yeah. watermelon rinds? Yes, fantastic. They taste like apple pie. But again, not apple in pie. the bread and
0: butter pickling stuff. It's only in the in the like the sour or the dill.
1: Well, so I don't I don't know. My grandma makes it sometimes. It tastes like apple pie. Oh yeah. You just get you get watermelon rinds that are pickled and they just taste like apple pie. I don't know what it is. I cannot mm-hmm. really tell you what makes it taste that way, but pickled mm-hmm. watermelon rinds taste like apple pie. it's delicious.
0: I've never eaten this, but it has always sounded very appealing to me. Pickled pig's
1: feet or mm-hmm. pickled eggs. Pickled pig's feet are good. Pickled eggs are bad.
2: Are but they? I feel like pickled eggs
0: would taste like deviled eggs. Eggs,
1: eggs are just bad. The, 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 I, I mean, I, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, doesn't like yeah. <laughs> I'm not a good test audience for that. Yeah, But pickled pig's feet are actually very good. Now, okay, is it just
0: chicken eggs? Have you tried other types of eggs? Have you tried a duck egg? No. Oh, no? Okay. Would you? I mean, you probably would never.
1: Uh, no, is I would. Is it something
0: about the texture? Do you do scrambled eggs ever?
1: No, it's not texture. It's I am literally allergic to them. Just Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, you told me. Yeah, it can't be texture. You, you had it on a
0: goddamn sandwich.
1: Yeah, And it, uh... <laughs> no, I'm literally <laughs> allergic. I now have Veganaise, and I'm throwing it... Everywhere I can. It's delicious. I love having vegan What's it mainly comprised of, if uh, not eggs? To, you want to find out? Let's, I'll carry the computer I would, yeah, would love to. over to the fridge and find out. Because, I don't know. It's made by best I'm often,
0: I'm often, like, not flummoxed, I wouldn't say, but, like, fascinated by how much effort the vegans go to to create some semblance of a food.
1: God damn, you there's, know there's three locks on our fridge.
0: <laughs> like I
2: can according to Google um it, a lot of different oils it looks like. Okay, my sure.
1: my wife has learned that if she gets real drunk she needs to put some locks on the fridge. Uh-huh. S- really? Yes. For, like physical padlocks? Not padlocks, but um if she gets real drunk she's going to snack a lot. And so instead, she puts these things (laughs) that are called, um, they're called jewelry, where it's little, like, pearls and stuff that you wear when you have a baby. That are confusing to get to? there's a snap. You have a snap on it, because, like, you're supposed to wear it around your neck, so a baby will chew it instead of your jewelry. Oh, I see. Jewelry. That makes more sense. Yeah. So she puts two... Jewelry necklaces around the fridge and freezer handles when she gets real drunk, so she doesn't come and have some snacks. And so just now I had to take them off. Alright, let's see what the ingredients are like soybean oil, water, sugar, vinegar, salt, and that's mostly it. And then the rest of it is food starch, lemon juice, natural flavor. Calcium, disodium,
2: and paprika oleoresin. Does it taste like different than traditional mayonnaise, or? base. If you don't like the taste of mayonnaise, Zach, you are not
1: going to like vegan eggs. Okay, it's okay. basically That's, that's, it's that's what I was going for. It's, yeah, it's, it's mayonnaise that is for people who would like to eat mayonnaise but cannot. Okay, good. so it's it's not a product for me. <laughs> no, it is not. How
0: close is it to Miracle Whip? Because I can't stand that shit.
1: I don't know. There's no Miracle Whip in the house.
0: Have you ever tried Miracle Whip? Because it's also Probably. not made with eggs, right? I, I think that's the main difference with that. It's made with canola oil.
1: Oh, is that right? I have no idea. I think so. I don't. I have to put the locks back on the fridge. I don't know. <laughs> it's oh. This is complicated to put the locks on. She really doesn't want a snack. Okay, you got
0: one. Just tie it with it like an actual like chain. Get a bike chain and like change the combination on her every day.
1: <laughs> that's how that's how <laughs> the barbecue is to our porch. <laughs> All right. Ooh, ooh, Okay, there we go. Now I, I. This is uncomfortable, but I can set the computer down, and then also lock the fridge so that my wife doesn't have any snacks. That, that's her big thing, is that, like, like, she gets real drunk, and then she does not know. That's a bad idea. Well, the next day, I'm like, yeah, you woke up, and you had seven sandwiches. What do you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. But if she's drunk, and it's not like these are hard locks to un. Undo, but they take when enough time you, where you, you're like, ah, oh, fuck
0: it. Do I like I do I really want exactly? It? it makes you think two to three times. Yeah. Right, right. I should do that. <laughs> For, fortunately, one of the side effects of uh, dabbing is you get a huge amount of fuck it. After about 20 minutes, you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to sit here.
1: Really? <laughs> fuck it. Like, yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to just stay. It's fine. Interesting. So you're doing, is it wax dabs?
0: Yeah, I do wax dabs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shatter, as, a, as I prefer. As it were. I don't know. I only, only ever smoke the flower if, if I'm out of, my, of the wax.
1: Thank that you for work. saying flower because I say flower and then people are like, "What are you an idiot?" And then yeah, I have to no, it is an actual flower
0: is. of the fucking cannabis plant, bro. Yeah, like come come with it.
1: Yeah, like flower is when you smoke water. like the green actual leaves of weed.
0: Yeah, leaves don't do much. They're they're just you know it'd be like akin to smoking tobacco, right? <laughs> like it's just smoking smoke, right? The the bud of the flower of the cannabis plant is where you're where yeah you know all the stuff that you want is after,
1: you know, so, but with all these dabs and vapes and stuff like that, flower is what is now referred to what people use to refer to like weed. oh yeah, correct, correct. Oh.
0: you're like you're like weird if you call it weed or bud. Right? yeah like that's the the technical term the hipster term,
1: I suppose. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every, everything else is, like, whatever the specific thing is, the dabs and the and the everything else. But yeah. when you're smoking, like, when you're straight up smoking weed, that is called flour.
0: <laughs> yeah, nobody calls it weed anymore. If you do, they're like, man, you're like 40, 50 years old, aren't you?
1: <laughs> I'm not going to sell to you, you dick.
0: Yeah, right? Oh no, I don't God. sell weed. But would you like some cannabis flour? <laughs> 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 No, hopefully the dealers nowadays are not that stuck up.
1: Hopefully, I don't know. I haven't done. Yeah. I used to be a dealer. I was. I was kind of trying to explain this to my wife, and she did not <laughs> get it. But I was a dealer. I was a weed dealer because I used to hang out in Linden a lot, and in oh, Linden yeah. they 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 were showing me what they were smoking. I was like, "This shit is moldy. Why are you smoking this?"
0: Because it's all they had.
1: Yeah, it was because it was all they had. And it was at a time, even then, it was at a time that I, where I did not smoke, but I was still like, I can get you better stuff than yeah, this. Yeah, as long as you know the right people.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's really easy to become a middleman. I wouldn't say that you're necessarily a dealer. You just connect people. Like, I know a guy who's got yeah. weed. And I know a guy who wants weed, and I happen to know them, so I'm going to get a little bit of a percentage of this. That's, you know.
1: that's kind of what it was, where I would be like, like I'd, I'd know a guy who was like, hey, I just got a great deal on a QP, and I'd be like, oh, can I buy... I don't even yeah, remember a the, couple terms, of the terms. The yeah. terms, but yeah, I'd buy like right. two, three ounces off of him and then sell it to people. In yeah, yeah, here's
0: two or $300, and then you're selling that, yeah. Or, you know, vice versa. Back then yeah. when I was... Because I sold weed when i was younger uh because it allowed me to smoke weed for free Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you know i never ever made a profit but i certainly didn't pay for it for a long time
1: yeah so that was i'm the opposite end of that where i did not i was not interested in smoking it so
0: right so all the excess was right in your pocket
1: yeah i was making a oh, ton! I was making probably a hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars a month,
0: right? Which is you know supplemental. It's, and it's money just yeah. because you're hanging out with folks. Yeah, you know,
1: they'd be like, "Hey, can I buy some more weed?" And I'd say, "Yes, you can." And then I'd go yeah, weigh course. them out some more. <laughs> and right, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what any of my rules were, but I had a whole bunch of rules, and I'd be like, "Yeah, you can't say these things," and it right. always and is going to cost about this it much. Don't, yeah. Oh yeah, don't text okay. that shit. Are you kidding me? right,
0: just call me and I'll know what it's about right yeah. like yeah, there's a code right and I, but uh, but I was an idiot. I would drive around with a scale and a fire safe with a fucking <laughs> quarter pound of weed in the back of my car.
1: I had a pasta <laughs> I had a pasta sauce jar that I had yep. full of weed because someone <laughs> informed me that if I were to separate it into dime bags before uh-huh. I sold it that would be intent to sell but if uh-huh. i just had a big jar full of weed that's your own shit that was, exactly. this is my stash
0: minus the scale and the bags right if you if you have the bags then that's clearly intended to distribute oh, as well right
1: those were those were kept in a completely different area of the car than the right. than the jar
0: no, I, I had a level of Jedi when I was young. Like, I definitely was driving around with one headlight at one point and four ounces, which is also a quarter pound, uh, uh, in my trunk in an old ice chest that had no business being there. And two people, and we had been smoking. And I got pulled over, and I pretty much, like, waved my hand and was like, these are not the drugs you're looking for, hmm. officer. So, like, I I knew that they were following me. Like, I lost them a couple of times, but I just had a sense that they were following me. So I pulled over, like, in front, directly across the street from one of my friend's houses that happened to be in the back of my car.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Right? And so when he pulled me over, like, I had my ID out. And I was like, hey, officer, like, this is my friend. He lives right here. And he was like, what? What? Like, what are you doing?
3: <laughs> I was like, yeah,
0: no, like, this, this, this is my friend David. Like, he was like, do they have ID? And I was like, yeah, you know, sure. Like, guys, give the, give this man your ID, please. Yes. the nice, <laughs> Give know, the nice police yes. officer. Yeah. Uh, he was like, well, the, initially, the reason that I stopped you is because uh, I saw that you had one headlight, but I I noticed that you were making some really suspicious stops because I had stopped to... To lose the cops because they saw that they were following me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like they, so I parked and they like turned around the corner. But then they fucking flipped a UE and turned off their lights. Mm. And so when I started the car, like that's when they started following me again. He's like, "Yeah," so I saw you make some suspicious stops. And I was like, "Well, I was showing him where I used to live." And he goes, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> right?" He she went and checked her ID for like twenty minutes, and we sat there. And he was like, uh, "All right, so you know, go ahead and uh, you know, drop him off at home, or continue doing what you're doing. Have a good night." I was like, "Thanks." It took him a long time to. He ran all three of our IDs just to make sure there was nothing. And mm. then he came back. He was like, "All right, have a good night." <laughs> <laughs> These are not the drugs you're looking for, officer. Yeah, no sir, no sir. Like, no sir. had he just been like, "Man, your car smells like weed," or like, "What's that suspicious ice chest doing right. in the back of your trunk right here?" Because I was in a station wagon.
3: Could have just
0: you know, and it was one. It was a weird, like 1950s, like solid metal, like like ice chest. I had no business being in my car as a as a 22 year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have just as easily. I could have gone to jail that night, like realistically, but I didn't. I went and played the didgeridoo, had a good time.
1: Our friend Zach is a big weed smoker, so he oh, he, he identifies with everything that we're. Oh, doing. yeah, he, yeah, he oh, completely. Yeah.
0: Zach has had a similar <laughs> story, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, you caught me. <laughs> so, what what do you think weed does to a person? That's that's something that I'm I've always been interested in cuz I I started smoking when I was 13 essentially. Not every day back then usually, you know. But so for 20 years now cuz I'm 33 now. What so what do you like what is your perception of it having never tried it? It's a it's an interesting thing for me.
2: Huh. I guess I've never really thought of that, other than the fact that just—I mean—obviously affects the central nervous system, and I mean, right. you make people high, but well, sure, I mean, sure. <laughs> I guess I've never really thought of it because I've never really had much of a desire to do it. I guess. Sure. I mean, you know, other than the fact that there's obviously the, you know, cannabis receptors that it affects. So, like, but what, but, like, for me, drinking
0: and smoking are are almost the same thing. Like, they elicit different ultimate, like, you know, like, mindsets, really. Like, weed gives me more of a fuck it and alcohol gives me more of a let's do it sort of a thing, you know. Like, I'm kind of pumped more when I I drink versus when I smoke. But, like, I'm I'm just, it, it fascinates me. You know, to like, I, I don't know.
2: Cause I, so I, guess, I guess that's the, the, the main thing. At, at least that's what you would see for like stereotypical like uh, portrayals in like media where, I mean, you know, the stereotypical stoner just, you know, sits at home, does nothing, blah, blah, blah.
0: Right, right. Which is the case a lot of the time, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> it, it, you know, it does make it so you're completely cool with doing nothing. But it makes it so you're completely cool with doing stuff, too. You just have to remind yourself to do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you don't stop doing the things that you love doing. You just, you know, I don't know. I, uh, because I I do understand to a level, like, I've never, ever tried anything harder, really. I've never tried cocaine and I've never tried meth, you know, Mm -hmm. I've never tried heroin, um, I did one time smoke opium though. So I, I guess I kind of have tried heroin a little bit. But Something similar uh, at least. Yeah. Right, right. Well we, we smoked it in a bong, which is a uh you know, common thing for, for both opium and, and uh weed. So um and it felt similar, realistically. Like if I'm being honest, like it it was kind of a a weird zen for that whole night, you know. Um and I've done mushrooms a bunch, like I said, but I've never done. And I did acid once, but I've never done like. There, so there's a bunch of different kinds of acid, and you, as a, a pharmacist, probably know what I'm talking about here. There, there's LSD, and then there's.
2: Uh, uh, I know. I, I, I always forget how to say pronounce it. Yeah, since I don't uh, have to really uh, keep that right. in mind. To, a whole
0: lot <laughs> exactly, but there's a, a bunch of different chemical compounds that do similar things that, that activate similar, you know, areas of the brain. Um,
2: yeah, and it's just different halluc- basically just hallucinogens, yeah, correct,
0: right, right. Um, it's always fascinating to me, you know, because like, I like if I were to choose between the two, having chosen drinking versus smoking, if somebody was like, Hey, you can only do one of these two things forever, but it's going to be fine. I would choose smoking, you know, that was, but maybe that's because that was the first thing that I did. It's hard to tell.
1: I chose, I, I chose drinking
0: as the first thing.
1: No, no. Um, I don't remember which one was first, but for me, uh, I can't, I can't do both. Right. So I chose Drinking.
0: You were like you weighed the options. Like if I'm gonna do, you know, if I'm gonna hang out and do one of these things, like this is the one that's more fun.
1: And I think for the time period, the reason was just was was more that um, one was legal and the other was not. Yeah, (laughs) I I mean
0: that's a a pretty freaking big choice for a lot of people. Pretty or pretty big uh,
1: a factor. Yeah. It weighs heavily, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, just, it like it was It was much easier to continue drinking cool. than it was to continue smoking. Right.
0: Well, also not really, though, because, like, at 13, it's still not legal for you to smoke. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. Or for you to drink. You know, it's not legal for you to drink either. You know, they're both the same amount of illegal at 13.
3: Yeah.
1: By 14, know? I was doing both, so I just I, I was not a good person.
0: I found early, you know, and again, I had also, I was, had experienced both by 14, uh, but I found that drinking at either made me horny or made me angry or made me both. Hmm. You weird. Know, That's weird. When, when I was younger, I was like, so, I, you know, I'd be like, Hey, what's up? Cause my, my, you know, inhibitions would be lowered. And so I'd be like, there's all these girls what's going on. But then I'd realize that they would be going with all of these other dudes and then i get really fucking introverted and sad and you know like that angry drunk like that Mm. sad drunk like like nobody likes a sad drunk where you're just like "Ah, i'm such Mm -hmm. a fucking bastard but i wasn't outward with it i was just like internal like yeah you know like nobody fucking nobody's gonna want me you know and this that sort of thing so i was like whereas when i smoked everything was funny I felt like i was floating you know and i was like this is this is it this is where I where my life is now. <laughs> I, I'm light. I'm light headed. I'm fucking. I'm funny. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a sad, horny bastard.
1: Right. <laughs> right. 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 Interesting.
0: It's weird. Yeah. And it's a, it, It's such a circumstantial thing, too. You know, because I could have just as easily, like, I'm sure, tried cocaine or something. But I'm literally, I'm proud of the fact that I've never tried cocaine because I knew that I, you know, like, what happens if I like it.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's the
1: issue, yeah. Yeah. I, I did it once. I did cocaine once. How was
0: it? What are what are your thoughts? What, I, what's your take on it? Oh, I hated
1: it. That? I hated it. Just yeah. mm How did how did it alter you? Is, I, is, okay, so I gummed it. It was very quick and I very quickly um was too interested in everything people were saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I think that was mostly it, but it was like, I, I just took a little bit on my finger and I rubbed it on my gum and then everything that anyone had to say was incredibly interesting to me. And I was like, "Ugh, I don't want to be this guy. Are you kidding me?
0: Oh man. But see, so, okay. I've been at parties where everybody's on Coke and that was it. Everyone is like, yes. Everything we you talking about is amazing. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> it's so fun.
1: No, yeah, that's a problem. That's a huge problem.
0: (laughs) You're like, uh, a healthy bit of discourse is is a... (laughs) Yeah,
1: like maybe sometimes things aren't so interesting. I'm also looking at this Game of Thrones risk, and I just realized that it's 18+. It says 18+, right on the box. Of course, it better be. There better be some sex and murder in there, otherwise it's not Game of Thrones. I haven't experienced it yet, but it's 18+. Anyway, yeah, don't 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 do cocaine because everyone's no. going to be super interested in everything and that's that's bad. Sometimes people Why? need to ignore things. Sometimes <laughs> things right. are worth You're ignoring. Right.
0: Exactly, because then everybody starts agreeing upon a stupid, stupid thing, and you're like, no. Later, after the fact, you're like, maybe jumping off the the roof in a shopping cart was a bad idea.
1: Yeah, you've got Ocean's Eleven. All of a sudden, here's Ocean's Eleven. Everyone's like, yeah, we're just going to do this. It's like, are you kidding me? No one thought about this? I don't don't know. It sounds like a great idea.
0: (laughs) 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 One thing I did notice about the times that I were at parties where everybody was coked out they get a really really specific bad breath the people who do mm-hmm. the cocaine
1: medicinal it's it's it smells medicinal it's weird it's the one it's a, drug yeah. that like just basically smells like aspirin like if you're in a it, yeah. place where everyone smells like aspirin get out of there because yeah. everyone is on coke <laughs>
0: Or start telling them your philosophies on life and get everybody on your side. Oh, yes. Yeah, then, they yeah exactly. You, they'll be like all about your shit. Yeah. But they won't know why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, have you seen Superbad? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great representation. Like when when Michael like wanders into that room and they're all fucking singing that song. They're like, no, you are this guy. You'll sing this song. And he's, yeah, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You're his brother. He's his brother.
0: He's got the fucking voice of an angel.
1: (laughs) Yeah.